Welcome to The Equality Lens, the podcast dedicated to educating you on equality, diversity and inclusion. Together, we can make a difference in our society. Join host Amrez Khan along with special guests as they share their experiences, discuss their perspectives and thoughts. Please note, comments shared are the thoughts of Amrez and his guests and not that of any organisations they are employed by or associated with. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you're enjoying all the content so far. I am really excited, honoured and privileged <coughs> at, at having today's guest with us. She works tirelessly to ensure people with a learning disability are supported working for MENCAP and also a patron to a number of different charities and organisations. Please welcome Kira Lawrence. Hi, Amrace. How are you? I'm fantastic. It's so great to have you on my podcast. Thank you for inviting me. And I'm so thrilled that you've now created your own. So I'm very excited to be here. Thank you. And I just for our listeners, I must say that you know, we've become friends over Twitter, haven't we, Kira? It's just wonderful. We have, and I'm so pleased you reached out to me. So I'm delighted to help you and be your friend. So yeah, let's let's get chatting. Of course. So what I'm, I think our listeners will be really interested to hear about is a bit more about yourself. Sure. So my name is Kira Lawrence. Um, I have a learning disability. I was diagnosed at the age of 10 years old. So I wasn't diagnosed at birth like more babies are now. I was a bit later on in life. Um, and I found mainstream school life very hard. It was very difficult. And then finally, around the age of nine and a half, um, an educational psychologist lady came into my school and she watched me with my teachers, classmates and people around me at school. And she said to them, Kira's not naughty. Kira's not wanting to learn. It's that she has something like a learning disability, but she hasn't got the right support. And so then... They got the local authority to do a SEN statement process. And I was finally diagnosed as having a learning disability. Um, I then got pulled out of the mainstream school I was at. And I then went to a special SEN special school. And the rest is history. I've, you know, achieved in life. I've achieved a lot in my own personal life, in my professional life. And so now I'm living proof that even if you have a learning disability, you can do anything, you can achieve, you can do everything else that everybody else has. It might just take you a bit longer, but you'll get there. And that's amazing. Thank you, Kira. Can I just say... You are an absolute huge inspiration. Your story, uh, thank you for sharing it with us. 
I think I was speaking to Claire Price. Now, she's a former nurse. She works mm -hmm. in the NHS. And she talked about her experiences. And one of the things that I've sort of picked on or saw from your story there is often people say, oh, that person's naughty. Or as Claire said yesterday, people thought she was stupid. Yeah. Because they couldn't understand it. And it was absolutely awful to hear. Because as far as I'm concerned, Kira, you are an amazing person. I can see that from everything that you do, from everything that you stand up for and for the people that you support. But it's really sad to hear about the challenges that you've gone through. I mean, as, as you've grown up, have there been any other challenges in your life or any ignorance from people about learning disability? Yes, definitely. I've had people bully me on social media and I've had people laugh at me and my friends in public um, because both of my best friends have a learning disability but one of them has also got autism but she's my best friend and she's to me my friend she's nothing else she's no different but people, when we're out together, they laugh at us and they see us as different. And growing up as an adult, I want to make a difference and I want to teach the public that it is not okay to bully people, to belittle people, to make fun of people. Because if we did it at them, they would not like it. So why is it okay to do it to us? Because we might just have a disability or something there's different about us. So I've now worked at Mencat for 20 years. I've got a career of 20 years, which I'm so proud of. And it's mine. And I built it. And, you know, I just want to be a lasting legacy i want to leave a legacy behind for the future that will allow the younger generation of young people who have a learning disability coming through in the world because if i can help change things now for them it might be that the world might be kinder and better for them so I'm on a mission. I want to change the world for people like me. And I've had so many wonderful opportunities. Not only have I campaigned locally on a local level, I've campaigned on a national level. I've also been part of global disability organisations across the world. So I've been to lots of different countries and met other people with a learning disability. And I'm just so lucky. And I know that word gets used a lot but I have been given so many moments where I see good, I see not so good, and it's about actually going, right, let's change that so it is good, and that's what I'm about. I love it, Kira. And you talk about leaving a legacy behind. You already are, my friend. You're an absolute legend, can I just say, on this podcast today. And every time I talk to you, when I look on your Twitter, I see a guiding light. I see so much inspiration for me. So thank you for everything that you do. And I'm sorry to hear about your experiences. It's really awful to hear. I think from my perspective, 
sadly, when people see difference, they decide to mock it and make fun of it. But that yeah. diversity is what's the beautifulness, if I may, of the yeah. world that we live in. And I've seen and heard about your campaigning. Uh, I believe you were on the news as well. Am yes, I right? I've been on the news. Um, yes, I'm, I love doing that. I think it's so important. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great. You've done some great amounts of work there for people with yeah. a learning disability. And I know you've talked us through some of that work that you've done. Is there anything that you're working on right now? Yes. So I'm now in the leadership team at Mencap. So I'm now a leader, um, which I'm very proud of. Um, so at the moment, I am mainly working on our amazing Mencap big five-year plan and we want to make the UK the best place in the world for people with a learning disability that's our aim that's our message and so I'm doing a lot of work in Mencap now to help make Mencap a more inclusive organization through recruitment process through making sure we include people with a learning disability from the beginning of everything that we do right to the end, not just at the end. I am trying to make Mencap a really good organisation, diverse organisation, inclusive organisation. And I'm doing that with my amazing chief executive CEO directorate team right now. And we are really starting to make a change, which is starting to be seen. Um, and I am very proud of that right now. And so you should be. Did you say you've been with Mencap for 25 years? 20 years. 20 years. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations, Kira. Thank you. I've literally just celebrated my 20 years service about... A month ago so it was really lovely I got so many lovely messages I got a lovely card from all my colleagues I've got some treats um and you know I I don't do my work for treats I don't do my work for awards I don't do my work to get things I do my work because I personally care, and I'm sure a lot of people do that in their job too, in their career. Um, but I feel, actually, I have a lot to give. I have a lot to say, and I have a lot to show the world about what we can do being people with a learning disability. I've seen the good, I've seen the bad, I've seen the ugly. And if we just come all together and make a big noise we can change things and so right now Mencap is coming all together to think how we could be a more inclusive organization and I'm loving being part of that I think we've started that there's a long road to go down till things do change but we are starting that change now and you know I'm now in my 40s and, you know, I'm only, you know, 20 odd years away from, you know, thinking about retirement. I can't believe that retirement is 20 years away. You know, you look fantastic as well, may I say. 
And, Thank you. And for anyone listening, if you want to hear more about things that Kira talks about with people, and you've got your own podcast, haven't you, Kira? I do. So it's called Kira's Pink Sparkle Pod. It's on on most of all of the podcast sites there are. So um, podcast sites like Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts. It's also now on Amazon Music because they now have a podcast site. So it's on there now. So I can say my podcast is on, on Amazon Music, which is amazing. Um yeah, so it's on all good podcast sites. You'll find it, Kira's Pink Sparkle Pod. Go listen to it, please. I recommend people do listen to it. I've um, spent some time, and I think I've gone through all your episodes, Kira. So I'm looking forward to your next one, too. So I guess I want to hear from you around tips, advice. So my main message to this is... One really good thing you should do is actually go and meet people with a learning disability face to face. That is the best thing you can do because you will hear their stories, you will hear their experience, you will find out firsthand what it's like to live with a learning disability, you'll hear the good the bad, the ugly, but you will meet them, you'll hear them, you'll see them, you'll experience things with them. And also things like reasonable adjustments. So these are things that can be put into place, which are really small changes that help people. So mainly they are used around medical appointments but they also can be used in different experiences. Um, So things like having accessible easy read information, having extra time to understand, having somebody talking clearly to you, having pictures, having objects that might help you. You know, these things don't cost the world. They cost very little and it's just about giving someone the time to explain, to listen, to understand and once you have that, that person can then know that they are having a really good experience and they are going away from it going, that was really good and I really love that. And I just think if we can do more of those kind of things where people actually meet people face to face, have conversations, things change, things get better. So yeah, so reasonable adjustments, having support, you know, yeah, meeting people, that's the most best thing you can do. Some really good advice there. And I always say to people that I know I'm not perfect either. And there's some learnings there for me too, to go and talk to people to, like you say, about reasonable adjustments. And one of the things I feel that's really important is around educating yourself and not being ignorant 
and we are all in charge of our own learning. So if we want to be better, if we want to improve, let's learn. Because society, there's so much negativity out there and hate, and only love can get rid of that hate. And I, I'm so passionate, and I love the fact that Amencap has such an, an great ambition for the future. Because if we can all sprinkle some kindness like glitter, we can really make a better society for all. I totally agree with you, Amrays. I'm so with you on this. Um, so, for example, the other day I put out a tweet um, and I and it was about me taking a COVID test at home because I woke up not feeling very well. And then people were being a bit abusive, saying, oh, now you should go and take a PCR test and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hold on a minute. I know what I'm meant to do. And I was very nice. I responded back in a very nice way. And I said, okay, thank you. Great. Perfect. Yeah, I'll take that on board. You know, I was really lovely back. And then someone else jumped on me. And so later that day, I went back on Twitter and I said, okay, please just let me speak. Let me explain what I'm trying to explain to you. And I don't want to be rude. I'm not trying to be rude, but just understand that I am the expert in my life and I know what I need to do. I really appreciate your help and I know your help and that's great and I get that. But actually, don't berate me, don't bully me when I might know what's right for my own kind of life. People, meanwhile, they think they're right. Sometimes they are right. I'm not a saint. I'm not claiming to be perfect. I'm not. I'm like any other human. But when people say things to scare me, or if I think they're being a bit of a horrible person towards me, and saying things that aren't helpful, I'm going to stand up for myself. And I'm not going to be rude. I'm not going to be horrid back to them. I'm just going to go, just please listen for a minute to me. Let me explain. And then we can all get on. And I did that. And I think people responded to me in a really nice way, like they saw what I was trying to say. And people do that. They they try to help people with a learning disability. They take over sometimes and they don't realise, they don't mean to do it. But we've got to stop that people overtaking and people assuming we've got to change that. Unfortunately, the world of social media, I think, at times is filled with lots of keyboard warriors, I call them. Yeah. People who think they can hide behind Twitter yeah. or Facebook or whatever the channel might be. Yeah. And they'll say something really nasty to you or offensive or rude. And they think yeah. that no one can hold them accountable for that. Yeah. Because I think many people in real life who say those horrible things to you, and I mean, I've had it as well, would not say it to my face if they saw me on the street. Yeah. But for some reason, they feel empowered to say it horrible things to us online. I always find that no matter how horrible they are to you, I will block them 
and I will carry on holding my head high yeah. because of the great work that we're all doing around supporting people from diverse yeah. communities and backgrounds. But yeah. can I just ask for our listeners, how are you feeling? Was your test negative? It was. Both came back negative. So my lateral flow was negative. I then went and had a PCR test that came back negative. So yeah, I'm just getting over a bit of a head cold, feeling a little bit better today. Hooray. Um, and so, yeah, like, it's all good. Fabulous, honestly. Well, thank you so much for giving your time to talk to us today. Thank you. Lots of great things there that I'm sure our listeners will appreciate. Big thank you there to Kira Lawrence. And of course, stay tuned here with the Equality Lens with more great guests and chats over the next couple of weeks. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Equality Lens. Please remember to hit like, subscribe and leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, stay safe and look after one another. The Equality Lens. Listen. Learn. Be better. Be better. Be better.